Hey, DJs, it is Friday, May 12th. Uh, we got more NFL talk today as we're going to focus in on some key games for next season. We're also going to celebrate the Broncos being on prime time a lot again this year. Yay. We also have some NBA playoff talk. How about them Suns? And then we'll make some sports bets as usual. I'm Mad Max. Join me, the one and only Sex Panther. Panther, you are at home today. Happy Friday. Happy Friday, Panther Den. No Rosie. Should not have any issues whatsoever. Uh, since we're done here, me and the kitten and the chubby zebra will be heading to the casino for the weekend. So nice long weekend. Looking forward to it. But um, listen, I know we're going to start right out of the gate about this NFL schedule. And, and I'm going to tell you right out of the gate, I- I'm disappointed. They did not put the Raiders and the Saints together in any venue whatsoever. They fucked up. Well, they're waiting for the Super Bowl for that, Panther. Oh, is that what, that, is that what we're going to do? Derek Carr is going to the Super Bowl with New Orleans? Yeah, and, and who's oh, and Jimmy G. Jimmy well, Jimmy G, G's yeah. used to Jimmy G's used to making the Super Bowl, and not winning it, but he he can make the Super Bowl, right? I'm pretty sure that's a futures bet I'm not going to make. <laughs> I have a question for you though: So, how are you going to fit Chubby Zebra in the back of your Corvette? Uh, he drives separate. Oh, so you're not going to squeeze him in? Like you're no, not and, and to... we're not we're not taking the Corvette on this trip. Um, the the Corvette is in the shop getting some um, vinyl decals and stuff done to it, so I should have some. Uh, New pictures for you guys next week. So you're taking the Prius? No, it gets really good fuel mileage. <laughs> <laughs> NFL scheduling. We kind of talked about some of the NFL schedule last uh, episode. Now they released the full episode last night. Panther, I know you have a couple of instant thoughts on this. Uh, what, what are you? Uh, what are you seeing? Well, you know, I, I you you talked. Last night or this morning, you, you told me about the uh, Broncos four times, I think, um, prime time again. Like, the NFL apparently didn't learn their lesson last year. Um, the, the big takeaway that I had saw was the New York Giants are going to start seven of their first ten weeks on the road. Now, some of those games, you know, we're, we're calling them road games, but they're just going, you know, down the road they're going up to new york or they're going down to carolina they're not they're not going very far but they are away from the friendly confines so in those first 10 games if they could maybe muster a five and five record they could be in really good shape for the back half of their schedule yeah i you know i i think you we were talking about the giants and it's like you know seven out of ten uh games to, to kick off the season on the road and then Yay, they get the warm weather of the wintertime in New Jersey. That's when they get to play at home. Yeah, I don't know if you consider that an advantage for them as a cold-weather team if you want to be playing a lot of home games during the wintertime or the back end of your season. Uh, maybe there's an, a, a, you know, an advantageous uh, element of that. I don't know. Especially you know, if you're bringing warm-weather teams in to New Jersey during that time, then yeah, that's pretty fucked up. But I'll tell you this, though. The, the, the winters have actually been kind of mild in New Jersey the last few years. I don't know if we should be expecting a fucking terrible one this year or not, uh, but may- maybe it's a, a mild winter. Um, yeah, so I, yeah, I made the reference about the Broncos. They've got four primetime games, right? Uh, I think they had five last year. One of them might have got flexed. What What are your thoughts on the Broncos? Do you think that, you know, primetime worthy now that Peyton's running the show there? Oh, I think they're still the worst team in that division. They're still not a playoff team, and we didn't see anything at all at any point that Russell Wilson is a difference maker for that team. If they thought they were a quarterback away when they went and got Russ, they're a quarterback away and $200 million invested 
um, from being a relevant team, particularly in the AFC side of things. One, they're in an incredibly competitive division. Um, you know, when you throw in Patrick Mahomes, even Jimmy G, uh, and then um, oh shit, I'm drawing a blank over in over in uh, Chargers, but they are. Russ is the fourth best quarterback. I'm sorry, he, he's not even as good as Jimmy G. He was bad last year, and I I don't understand the NFL's love affair uh, with these Denver Broncos. Like, what is the deal with putting them in prime time? I haven't gone through the schedule to see what days are on. Hopefully, the prime time is Thursdays because <laughs> that's about what they deserve. Yeah, and of course, the you know some of the chatter over the Thursday night flex games and and how they're going to try to approach that. And uh, there was a um, I think there was a vote, right? Um, uh, no, there's going to be a vote, I, th- I believe, um, that that's going to vote for flex scheduling between you know weeks 14 through 17. My guess is it's going to pass, right? Uh, more than likely, you're going to see a lot of uh, fluidity towards the end of the season of what those Thursday night games look like. So uh, you know, player safety, right? You know, it's all about the player safety there. That's that's all they're fucking concerned about. It doesn't have a single fucking thing to do with with Amazon and their money and and TV. You know, putting uh, putting games on Thursday night and flexing those to your convenience. No, it's player safety, number one fucking thing there. Um, I back to uh, the, uh, the the Russell Wilson and the Denver Broncos thing too. Yeah, I mean, if if they're Thursday night games, they played in what two of the worst fucking Thursday night games, two of the worst fucking NFL games I probably ever watched last season. Uh, it was just fucking terrible. Uh, do I think that you know, Sean Payton? Yeah, I mean, do you think Sean Payton makes them you know any better? I maybe. I don't know. This 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 team is is not really moving the needle for me. Uh, Russell Wilson does not move the needle for me as a primetime draw. Uh, he doesn't have, I'd say, the the star power of a you know like Patrick Mahomes moves the needle. Uh, 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 fucking uh, even even uh, uh, Josh Allen moves the needle. Joe Burrow moves the needle. Uh, Lamar Jackson moves the needle. Like, these guys got fucking star power. These guys you want to watch. Russell Wilson, the only reason I want to watch him is to get hit. Really. I want to see his fucking offensive line give up on him. I want to see the defensive fucking guy screaming at him. I want him to say, Broncos country, let's ride to fucking crickets in the audience. That's what I want to fucking see from Russell Wilson. Uh, we talked about strength schedule yesterday and the, the Eagles, of course, with the uh, toughest strength schedule. Did, did you notice anything on the Eagles schedule, particularly, you know, that uh, concerns you about them trying to make the playoffs, uh, you know, especially in the late, late part of their schedule in the season? No, not really. You know, as we know, the NFL does their schedule based on uh, divisional rotation. So it just so happened that the divisions that they got aligned with this year are two really good divisions at the same time um now they did give them some additional opponents so there's what three not automatic games that are tossed in there and two of those three i think were, were some pretty competitive listen if you go through this schedule and listen i'll go through it real quick at new england philly's a favorite um prime time against primetime kirk at home philly's the favorite at tampa a wrap washington might be by the time ron rivera gets fired the Rams are garbage. The Jets, I don't think much of Rodgers with that team. I don't think it matters. The Dolphins, we won't know who their quarterback is that week. The Commanders, the Cowboys, at the Chiefs on Monday Night Football, tough game. Back-to-back, now they got the Bills, tough game. 49ers, Cowboys, Seahawks, Giants, Cardinals, Giants. They say it's a tough schedule, but listen, I think they're a 12-win team with that schedule. 
Yeah, I was I was looking at the schedule the same as you, and I mean, two out of the last three against the Giants, winnable. Cardinals, winnable. Seahawks, winnable. Cowboys, winnable. Niners, yeah, that's a tough game. Buffalo, yeah, I mean, one, two, three, four, five. Yeah, they could they could win the last five. They really tried. I mean, it's at Dallas. It's you know, so it makes it a little bit more tough. I don't think much of that Dallas team. Like, I, you know, I really fucking don't. I, I, you know, I think that the Eagles have a a good chance to repeat. You know, um, and, and run, run, and get hot towards the end of the season. So, strength of schedule. I'm kind of agreeing with you. It doesn't doesn't actually look that tough, right? I mean, it. it I guess they're basing it off of, of course, the records of the teams last year. But man, like, yeah, it seems like the Eagles could be fucking, you know, running the table there. Now, talk about the 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 Cowboys real quick too. Is uh, they they get the fucking Lions in what week 17 the second second so that that's a really fucking big game you know we we anticipate the lions are going to be a playoff team possibly you know win the north that's a tough game so you they i'd argue that the cowboys have a harder strength schedule than the eagles looking at this you know especially ending eagles buffalo miami detroit and commanders whatever you know <laughs> that's four of your last five games really fucking tough so i i think i think that's going to be you know a really tough uh, ride for the fucking uh, Cowboys fans out there. It, it could be a tough ride, and but it also might be a easier ride because I think you and I both have high expectations of the Detroit Lions team, who's actually really good. At, you know, maybe some adjustments on that defense. That offense can score, and they're an incredibly weak division. That game for Detroit in Week 17 might not even matter. So. A week for Dallas, yeah, but we all know by then Dallas is probably still fighting for their playoff lives. Yeah, more than likely. Uh, my Rams, I'm not feeling great. Let's see, I'm counting one, two, three, four. I don't know, maybe five wins for the Rams this year. And your wins. <laughs> um. Yeah, I think the quarterback is going to be a big question mark. They've lost a lot on their defensive side, lost a lot on their offensive side. Uh, this is selling all those draft picks to get Stafford, get that one Super Bowl win. Um, I mean, they got the win, they got the Super Bowl. It's what they wanted, but this is a reclamation project that could take years to get right. Um, I don't think there's a lot of optimism here. They're probably worse than the Cardinals, even with Kyler Murray. But, um, yeah, look at the schedule. Wow. I'm assuming you maybe gave them the Colts at Indy. Packers are awful. I mean, dude, if you told me the over-under was five, I'd probably take the under. <laughs> All right. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, we're going to have more football talk coming up in the in the coming you know, weeks, I'd say. You know, now that the schedules are out, we're going to start seeing odds for uh, totals and, and so forth. I mean, we got a while. I mean, what, the fucking... Uh, you know, fucking season doesn't really start until, you know, August, really, right? I mean, that's when we're going to really talk football. It's only May. But I maybe we can start looking at some early lines. I know in the main chat over here in our Discord, uh, Nardog saying too early to look at the over-under season wins. Uh, DraftKings says Bears under 7.5 plus 115. I like that. I'll fucking jump on that with you, that's for sure. Uh, NBA. NBA Panthers. So last night, my Celtics fucking, they, they survived. They pushed the game seven as the NBA wanted, right? That's what, exactly what the NBA wanted. They wanted Celtics Sixers to go, uh, you know, seven games. Celtics led by as many as 16 early in that game. The Sixers clawed back. They got a lead 
and then they coughed up the leads. Boston ended up winning by nine. So uh, Jason Tatum had a terrible fucking game until Jason Tatum had an awesome game. <laughs> <laughs> he, he 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 was killing it in the fourth quarter he absolutely single-handedly pushed the celtics to the win last night so that pushes the game seven that's gonna be fun uh what i want to talk about though is the phoenix suns panther this is a team that has high expectations there's a team that made the finals a couple years ago this is a team that uh you know young stars they brought in kevin durant they made a trade for kevin durant you know what the you know what happened panther they just lost to fucking real mvp Jokic knocked their fucking asses out of the playoffs. So now the big question is, what next for the Phoenix Suns? They got a lot of money invested, a lot of guys. Chris Paul isn't going to be another year older. It's going to cost them $30 million to bring Chris Paul back. <laughs> I don't know what's going to happen. What next for the Phoenix Suns? How do they move forward? Do they need to fire their coach? Do they need to you know just overhaul the lineup? What is next for this Phoenix Suns team? Rebuild. Rebuild. Um, we'd already talked about DeAndre Ayton probably not being there next year. Chris Paul's on the wrong side of whatever age he's on. He's got to be approaching 40 years old. He's been around for fucking ever. Um, and Kevin Durant. Uh, look, see, he's, he's the modern-day Scottie Pippen. He's a number two. And um, I think, you know, they sell off. They build around Devin Booker, load up on draft picks, get younger. You can sell some of these guys to teams that think they're close. Um, but I think, you know, a three-year window, which we, they've been one of the premier teams over the last three, maybe even four years, and could not get over the hump, that window's closing. Memphis is closing in on them. The, the Lakers are better. Um, Denver's better. Hell, even Utah at this point is a year ahead of them in full rebuild mode. But I, I think the Phoenix Suns, it, it's time to punt this. I think it's over. Um, and that we talked about, I don't know if it was yesterday, we talked about it the, the day before, but uh, if you're keeping tabs on this little stat, Jokic with another triple-double. Maybe he moved up on the list. I think he's now tied with Jason Kidd there. Uh, my thoughts on the Phoenix Suns are more than likely they're going to fucking bring in Kyrie Irving in the offseason. That's what's going to happen. Kyrie's going to be a son. He's going to team back up with Durant. Because it went so swell, it went so swimmingly well in in Brooklyn when these guys teamed up, but I I think he's going to sign, and I think it's it, Chris Paul is going to be out the door, and they're going to bring in you know Kyrie, and it's going to be Booker, Kyrie, and Durant. I think that they probably try to move away from Aiton, even though they just signed him to that big contract. I I think I mentioned on the show yesterday that I think they signed him to the big contract just because they didn't want to lose him for nothing, and that he's going to be trade bait next year. I think there's going to be a team that's going to bite on him, maybe get some of their draft picks back, and then they can you know upgrade uh, the roster. That is not a very deep team. They used to be a deep team. When Phoenix Suns made it to the finals, when the Phoenix Suns had that bubble fucking run, they were a deeper team than they are today, but they sacrificed a lot of that to get Kevin Durant. You know, the uh, Jay Crowder's no longer there. He's not walking through the fucking door for the Phoenix Suns anymore. Uh, they, they just, they need to focus in on depth. Why are the Denver Nuggets so good? Depth. Why are the Boston Celtics so good? Depth. What do the Suns lack? Depth. So, I mean, to me, like, I... I say maybe Monty Williams is out the door. I know they just extended him last season. Maybe they need a coaching change, but for me, it's, I think that they go for Kyrie. I don't want them to. I think it's stupid, but I think they go for Kyrie and then tr trade Aiton and just, you know, get a bunch of depth around that. And that's, that's what I think the Suns will do. Can they win the West that way? Can they win a title that way? I still don't think so. I, I really, I, I really don't think so. 
you know, Kyrie's I, like, not a I mean, maker. I do hope they go get Kyrie because I want him out of Dallas. For Luca's sake, I want him out of Dallas. Yeah, I think that's going to happen. All right, let's take a quick break. And then after that, we got two NBA games. We got two NHL games and a full slate of baseball. Hang tight. Guess who's back? Back again. My bookie's back. Tell a friend. That's right, DJ's proud to say that we're once again being brought to you by my bookie. But just because they weren't paying us doesn't mean we haven't been giving them some love. I still use my bookie to this date, and you should too. Why? Because March is about to get crazy. Insane. Maybe even a little mad. If you're still on the hunt for a sportsbook to call home, bet the nonstop action of March Madness with my bookie. Enter bracket contests for a chance to take home prizes of up to 25,000 big ones, or pick from a huge selection of straight bets, props, and odds boosts. Whatever your style, MyBookie makes it easy to play your way and get paid. Sign up now, take advantage of their generous welcome offer to score a massive first deposit bonus up to $1,000. All you have to do is use the promo code DEGENS, that's D-E-G-E-N-S, but the fun doesn't stop there. Get up-to-the-minute odds, free bets, and expert predictions to help you decide who to put your money on. The best part about MyBookie, you can bet on anything, anytime, anywhere. Use the promo code DEGENS to secure your limited-time welcome bonus today. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said done and we are back we are starting off in the association where the new york knicks trying to fend off elimination they fended off elimination in the last game as they head to miami miami minus five and a half panther do the heat knock the knicks out of the playoffs tonight i was really stunned that they actually got that game as well as they did they handled the miami heat pretty comfortably at home but they're going on the road where they've not been terrible. I mean, they're really good at home, but they're 24-17 and 17 on the road this season. They haven't had really any success in Miami, and I think that's going to be their downfall. For me, I think it's a foregone conclusion that Miami does get this win tonight. The question then becomes, do they cover the five and a half points? I think they do. I think Miami gets it done and moves on to the final, the Eastern Conference Finals. So give me the Miami Heat minus the five and a half or ten bucks. You and I are on the same side of the conversation when we both agree that the Miami Heat are going to win this game. I don't think that the Miami Heat are going to lose. However, I think New York showed enough in that last game that I have confidence that they're going to keep it close. I'm getting six. I can get six on the New York Knicks here. And that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to bet $10 on the opposite side of you. New York Knicks. Maybe, maybe maybe it ends up as a five and a half uh, push, right? Yeah, they've got half points in, half point, in the yeah. NBA, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> next up, Golden State Warriors at the Los Angeles Lakers. Of course, the big conversation that we had yesterday, or I think it was yesterday, maybe the day before. Yeah, I think it was yesterday. Anthony Davis got elbowed in the head, got taken off the court in a wheelchair. Concerns about him and his head. Well, he avoided concussion protocols, which means he is eligible to play tonight since he's not in concussion protocols. If he did go into concussion protocols, he could not have played today or possibly Game 7. He avoids that. He is listed as probable. Listen, man, I said it. NBA got one of their seven-game series already. 
Do they get their second one? Absolutely. Yeah, this this is the series. They've got their two TV da- you know, darlings in there with Golden State and the Lakers, particularly because of LeBron. Um, so, yeah, Steph Curry and LeBron going toe-to-toe. But despite the concussion, or that wasn't uh, two days ago, Lakers got absolutely humiliated in that game in Golden State. Warriors just feel like one of those teams that can turn it off and turn it on whenever they want. They had to get a game in their previous series against Sacramento on the road. They did. They have to get a game here because they lost game one to L.A. at Golden State. So they've got to get one on the road. They've got to get this one if they want their season to continue, and I think they do. I don't want the two and a half. Golden State's going to win this game, whether the NBA or the NBA officials make it happen. The Warriors are winning. Give me the Warriors. I got them at plus 120. Hate them. Hate them on the road. But I I, I think they do it, man. I, I, I agree. I think they push game seven. I think it's going back to San Francisco. It's going back to the Bay Area for a critical game seven. And each team's going to leave it all on the line in that one. Warriors get it done today. But I'm not going to bet this one. But a moral support lean on the Warriors. All right, over to the ice. We, of course, have one team uh, in the East eliminated, and that is my New Jersey Devils. Sorry, poor one out. Carolina's going to the conference finals. Do we get a second one? Do we know who's going to be facing Carolina as the Florida Panthers on the road in Toronto? What say you, Sex Panther? Oh, no. I, I, I don't know. Here's what I will say. I'm betting Florida because the value is still too stupid high. I don't know why Toronto is getting a minus 180 line um, when Florida's been essentially kicking their ass this whole series. But all the values on the Florida Panthers, Toronto could win here, probably should win here. Fine, we'll go to Florida, wrap up the series 4-2. to two, But I'm not betting Toronto minus 180. Uh, I'll take Florida with the plus line, with the expectation that they very well could lose this game. You know, Sergei Bobrovsky has been kind of held under fire because of the big contract he signed. He had a lackluster regular season. However, he is fucking killing it in the playoffs, especially in this series. Four games in, 1.99 goals against, uh, 0.934 save percentage. He's fucking killing it. On the other side... Samsonov is not going to be in the lineup once again for the Maple Leafs. Now, against, uh, you know, Joseph uh, Wall was good in game four, did, you know, avoid them being swept. But I, it's only because the Panthers are, you you know, Panther, you are a gentleman. You are the, the true gentleman. And as are these Florida Panthers, they are a gentleman. So it's going to be a gentleman's sleep, uh, sweep here. I Wall was good in game four. It's not going to happen again against this aggressive Florida offense. I think sixth most aggressive offense or sixth best offense in the league uh, during the regular season, and, and they have definitely been lighting it up in the playoffs. Uh, series ends tonight, $10 bet on Florida. I like it. Brings us out west where the Edmonton Oilers are at your Vegas Golden Knights. Series tied 2-2 as we head back to Las Vegas. Uh, Panther, you, uh, you still riding that Vegas train? have to ride the Vegas train because the Vegas odds makers keep making them dogs. They've been a dog in every single game. I'm just going to ride the dog here because they're, I'm in the plus even with the two losses because they keep giving them these outlandish lines. Now, granted, they're at home. It's not an incredibly outlandish line, but this team went 25-15 and 15 at one at home. They're the number one seed, and their own city's bookmakers aren't giving them any love whatsoever. This whole series has really confused me. 
on what the love affair is with the Edmonton Oilers. I get it. When they're good, they're very, very good. We saw that the last game out. But sometimes they just don't show up. And I'm banking on them not showing up tonight. Vegas at home. That crowd will be rocking. Give me the Golden Knights for 10 bucks. I'm going to lean Edmondson in this one because the love affair is all about Leon Dressidel and Connor McDavid. Uh, they absolutely powered the Oilers to that uh, game four win. And now if the pattern holds Panther, it's every other game. If the pattern holds Vegas should win. They should win. It's, it's, it's every other, it's every other. I think part of that, every other thing too, is as good as McDavid and Dressaddle have been, it's uh, the Oilers goalie, Stuart Skinner has not been consistent. He hasn't been good in these, uh, these, these playoffs. I think, you know, Vegas has some goaltending questions of their own. Maybe that favors the Oilers here. I, I can't bet this one, but I'm going to lean Edmondson. All right. Major League Baseball time. Panther, I'm counting. I got one, two, three, four. I got four games. How many do you got? I have five. And the first one out of the gate doesn't have a line. and I couldn't find a line. So maybe you can find me a line. Tampa Bay Rays, the best team in the American League, are going against the New York Yankees. And uh, Cy Young frontrunner Garrett Cole is on the mound. Definitely got the pitching advantage for the Yankees. This Rays team can hit. Uh, Rays are going to win this series. Rays won yesterday. But Garrett Cole, the Yankees are going to get this one. I just don't have a line. Find me a line. Find me something. I got the Yankees for probably the money line. Minus 162. You got it? Enough. Yeah, I did not have a line on this one earlier as well. I'll probably lean Tampa Bay with that plus 150 I could get on them, but I'm not going to bet this one. All right, what else you got? Well, let's go on over to the north of the border where the National League's best team is going to take on the Toronto Blue Jays. They're going to put their, I don't know if they've dubbed him their staff ace, but I'm going to. Spencer Strider going to take the mound. This team is 15-3 and on the road. Strider sporting a 4-0 record, a 2.7 ERA. He's only given up two dongs in his 40 innings pitched. Um, and minus 165, you know, for a row team, that's a little chalky. But I think the Braves are the play here. So I'll eat that chalk and put 10 bucks on Atlanta. Well, uh, we are going to get minus 152. I like that better. Lo lovely sports book, which sports book is giving us the Bet Rivers. Uh, lovely Bet Rivers giving us the minus 152. And I say we because I'm betting this game too. Best team in baseball, Atlanta Braves. And I think they get it done today. Uh, $10 bet on Hotlanta. Uh, next game up, we'll stay up in the Great White North. Minnesota hosting the Chicago Cubs. I think we've talked about this. The Cubs are not as bad as I think some people thought they would be. I didn't think they would be very bad. Minnesota got a little bit of a bad news. Tyler Mayo done for the year. He is written off, will not come back. I mean, they've already been without him for the last three weeks or so. But today, they're going to throw Sonny Gray going against Drew Smiley. Sonny Gray. I mean, if you say the name Sonny Gray, I don't think you think Staff Ace. Probably not Staff Ace, but these numbers are incredible. He is 4-0 with a 1.35, and he has given up zero home runs in his 40 innings pitch. Sonny Gray is dealing right now, and against this kind of wishy-washy Cubs offense. I think he can get it done today. I'm going to eat chalk again. God, it's a chalky fucking day, but give me the Twinkies for 10 bucks. Almost bet this one, too. I like this one a lot. Uh, tons of moral support here. I do think the Twins minus 145. Best I can get you. Not bad. It's getting terrible, though. Uh, it's getting it's getting bad. 
I hopefully hopefully you're listening to the show right now. You can get the minus one forty five because if not, I'm already seeing this up to minus one sixty in some books. So Godspeed, lean the Twinkies. Next game up, we're gonna go out to Mile High. The Phillies are taking on the Rockies, and um, man, I don't know what to think of these Phillies right now. We keep waiting for them to to uh, get things right. They've won three in a row, but a lot of that has had more to do with their pitching than their offense. The pitching is not their strong suit today. As Tawan Walker and his 5.97 ERA takes them out, going against Austin Gomber. Now, we've shit on Austin. I've shit on Austin Gomber a little bit this season. His 6.75 doesn't look good at all. But his actual last three outings are reminiscent of 2021 Austin Gomber. He's been pitching very well home and away. And I think with that plus line at home going against a underperforming Philadelphia Phillies team. I like the value. Give me the Rockies plus 120 for 10 bucks. We are getting plus 130 because I am lockstep with you. I like the Rockies at home getting this big plus line. Fucking A. Absolutely, they can beat the Phillies. Totally. So yeah, $10 bet on Colorado. Love it. Last game up. Double dipping. Hit this game yesterday. There were some missed things going on on who their pitcher was. I knew it wasn't supposed to be Waldachuk. He was scheduled to pitch today, and that is all the reason you need to bet on the Rangers today because Waldachuk, listen, 36 innings pitched, 12 home runs he's given up this year. I don't know how this guy is a major league pitcher. He's terrible. 7.25 ERA. The Rangers are going to abuse him. I should probably even do like an alternate run line, but I'll just take the the, uh, actual run line. I got that at minus 108. Maybe you can get me a little better, but... 10 bucks on the Rangers. Yeah, minus 108 is the best I can see. And, and yeah, I think that's a good play. Uh, I'm going to lean the Rangers. I do think they get it done. Minus 175, it's actually within my chalk threshold, my implied probability. I probably should be betting this one. Uh, lean on the Rangers. That is it. What else are you bringing to the table? Got two more. Listen, um, we, we bet Colorado in, in celebration of Ramon, who's listening. And now I'm going to bet uh, in celebration of Nardog, who's listening. I'm going to bet the Detroit Tigers. Wow. I can only get plus 110 now. But I'm still going to do it anyway. I think the Tigers beat the Mariners at home. So $10 bet on Detroit. No, I actually really, really like this game. I just did not want to go over five games. I felt like I was really stretching it. This hasn't been a great week for me, but I actually love that play. Seattle's been okay on the road. I really don't think Seattle has found their stride. And as bad as I was shitting on Detroit just a couple weeks ago, this team has really gotten right. Matt Boyd, who I think, even though he's showing him 5.28 ERA, this guy can pitch. Um, and then Seattle, what, minus 120? You're, you might even lose this uh, favorite or uh, underdog line for Detroit at some point because I think there's probably a ton of money on the Tigers. I'm in agreement, leaning Detroit. Last one up for me. I'm going to take a flyer a little bit on the Giants. Uh, it's minus 110, them on the road against your Arizona Diamondbacks. Uh, so I think the Giants get it done today. $10 bet on San Fran. Cisco. They hate they hate San Fran. They hate when I say San Fran. So San Francisco. Oh, well, there's a lot of things we can say about San Fran. Um I I don't like the pitching matchup. I don't Ryan Nelson for Arizona, not good. Brebia for San Francisco, not good. Like it's just it's just hard to get any kind of feel. I actually think the offenses are probably relatively even. So if I had to lean, I'll lean Arizona just because they're at home. I, this one just seemed too even. I couldn't. I really couldn't get a vibe on it. 
All right, that's it. Let's put together this DJ and parlay. I guess we got the Florida Panthers, correct? 150. That's in there. Uh, 140. I think one plus 140 there. Um, I'm gonna throw in. I'm gonna eat some chalk. I'm gonna throw in the Atlanta Braves minus the 152 that we got. You're eating chalk. Um, I will. I will try and tip us the other direction and take those. Well, what do you want me to do? Rockies take or the Rockies? Rangers? The Rockies? Let's do, do Rockies. Rockies. Let's do Rockies. Yeah, why not? There you go. That's your DJ parlay for today. Win. That's why. <laughs> yeah. Friday, May 12th, Panther, take us home. All right, guys, we're hanging out on Facebook. We are on Twitter, but it's right here in the Discord. Join the Asylum. Come in here and shoot the shit with us. Call us out by name. We'll holler right back. Um, and, oh, here, real quick. I got to go check something real quick. Shit. There it is. Johnster hopped into the server. We had a we had a new ad today. Johnster dropped in. So uh, welcome, Johnster, for uh, coming in. And that's where you guys are going to hang out with us. But let us know what you did yesterday, what you're going to do today. When it's all said and done, kids, it's all. Have a great weekend. Make some money, fools. This show is sports entertainment. The information, opinions, and recommendations presented in this podcast are for general information only, and any reliance on the information provided in this podcast is done at your own risk. This podcast should not be considered professional advice. In short, don't be stupid. Gamble responsibly. We will not be held responsible. Peace. What if you could have a career? where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission. At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers.